Rapping with Rico and former All-American quarterback Steve Taylor, Nebraska Football Hall of Famer. Blitz is on. Taylor picks it up. Fires. Touchdown, Nebraska. Canadian Football League Grey Cup champion. Taylor again, wide open. And first-team All-American quarterback Steve Taylor. Five for Steve Taylor. That is a new Nebraska record. Two-time Nebraska high school track and field state runner-up and two-time captain for the University of Nebraska Kearney track and field team, Enrique Alvarez-Clary, better known as Rico. Live from the heart of Lincoln, America, this is Rappin' with Rico and former All-American quarterback Steve Taylor. We are back here on 93.7 The Ticket. Of course, I am not Rico. I am Jake Bachman in for Rico along with Steve Taylor. Uh, Steve, That's right. how's it going today? It's good. Rico's going to come back to a $250 fine. <laughs> Why is that? It's because he didn't get done what I told him to get done. <laughs> yeah, so Rico, when you get back, just go ahead and have that check made out to me for 200 or cash. I prefer cash. Yeah, I prefer cash. Too. Right here in my desk. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Rico's uh, going to be a busy man here as he is uh, is now the producer for the Omaha Supernovas. Of course, uh, yeah. here at 93.7 The Ticket, we're going to broadcast those games. Um, we are the flagship station for that and DP on the call. And uh, yeah, Rico will be the producer. So he'll be a busy man. And so, uh, so should I increase my fine to 300? It just yeah, yeah. To 300. He's going to get paid a little bit. He can find a little bit more. Yeah. I'll give it to him. <laughs> this, is, this is really like the third or fourth offense, but I'm gonna. I'm just gonna find him this one time. He's out of warning, so he's gonna get fined every time he screws up. Now, yeah, fair enough. All uh, right. He might right. stop working with you if you keep finding him. I'm. <laughs> I don't miss not seeing his fro. Yeah, you don't miss him. Yeah, but now you enough. got this. You got this wolf man. Yeah, I got the beard going. Was that new or what? Uh, no, I usually have a beard. I just yeah. I accidentally shaved it too much, and then <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to cut the whole thing, so I tried to blend it in. I don't know. All right, all right, yeah. No shave. November is gone. So. That's right. Got, how's uh, how's dry January going? Right for you? I'm still dry. Are you still? It's, dude, nice. It's, it's been job. it's been easy peasy. Has it not been too tempting? No. Well, nice. it was tempting yesterday because my wife belongs to this wine club, right? And so we got we got our delivery. <laughs> Half the wines were frozen, and the corks were all. They burst out. Oh no! Yeah. So she had like almost a half a dozen of damaged wine yeah and so she has it sitting up there on our countertop it came in on was it last night or night before so it's sitting there and it's all thawed out now and that's the only time i thought a glass of wine would be nice yeah. otherwise it's really been it's been great i'm i'm really i'm, I'm kind of impressed with myself yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shit, yeah no it's been good i feel better i'm i'm sleeping better yeah i think i've already lost like five pounds nice that was one of the main objectives too was to lose some weight but I think I've lost about five pounds. So I'm trying to get below 220. Mm. So I think I'm like 221.3 or oh, something you're right like that. There, I'm right there. I'm right yeah. there. So and it's been what? Since January 7th, since my birthday, uh, January 6th, that I had my last drink. And it was, it was just really for dry. It's weird. After I said that, I got some text messages from friends giving me all this advice. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm not in recovery. <laughs> yeah, you're not an alcoholic. You I'm just, not an alcoholic. You have a, you have a New Year's. <laughs> yeah, it, it, was, deal, it yeah. was just like something to do to just to be better and just to do it. And it was dry January. So uh, for me, it's been it's been relatively kind of easy. Yeah. Uh, except for that when I saw all those nice little glistening bottles of red and white sitting there in half or, you know, empty or whatnot, I was tempted to have a drink. And we had, 
my wife made some lasagna and um, lasagna, and she made a, a Caesar salad. And it'd have been nice to have a glass of red wine yeah. for dinner. So Pairs well with some stuff. It does. Yeah. It does. So, um, but no, it's, it's been good. It's been good. And I, I feel good. Well, you're asking yeah. me too. Why I, I told you last week, I was very entertained by this show because <laughs> you and Rico were arguing. I think part of it was that you had just said, I'm going to do dry January. <laughs> yeah. And then like, it, it was just a few days in and you're I like, I needed a drink right after, after that show. <laughs> I needed no, a drink. I'm going to get a drink. I couldn't have a drink. I was like. Rico was killing me that day. I don't know what it was. And, yeah. And then you tell me it was entertaining radio. I'm like, really? I was entertained. Now it's reality? Yeah. Radio? <laughs> Jesus. Come on, man. What are we coming to? All this great football talk we can have and everything. And I guess it, it is what it is. So I guess it was fun. So, but I found <laughs> out now I, I, I argue less with my wife because I'm exhausted from the show. Oh, do you? Yeah. Does <laughs> yeah. she appreciate it then? I, I think yeah. she does. I think she, yeah. I that think that she can does. be helpful. We get, you know, we get bored sometimes. So we just pick a fight. Yeah. <laughs> One of us picks a yeah. fight just to live, you know. That's why it's called couples fights. You know, you're kind of fighting about nothing. Right. People on the outside are always like, yeah. I don't know what I would love about. it if we had like makeup sex fight, but that, <laughs> that, that, that doesn't well, that's happen. that's part of what you set it up <laughs> no, for, right? No, yeah. but it, I, oh. I'm striking out there. So <laughs> oh, okay. I'm losing, 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 right? Yeah, you got to tweak something there. Yeah, we'll, I'm, like, we'll I'm, like, I'm like, have you ever heard of makeup sex <laughs> fight? And she's like, not happening. I'm too yeah. mad at you. It doesn't yeah. work that way. So, you can't bring it up. Anyway. You gotta get at the right moment. You have to have a feel for that. I, I'm uh, not, that I'm not, sometimes I'm not the most tactful <laughs> person in the world, so uh, I struggle with that. But yeah. I'm working on it, man. I'm working yeah. on it. Yeah, there's only I'm working only... on it. I'm still working on my Ted Lasso stuff. I'm still working on that. Nice. Just trying to be Ted Lasso. Just trying to be a nice guy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I have some really nice friends. Like, I got two friends. I swear, three actually. They're just the nicest people in the world. They're just nice. And I just, I just wish I could be nice like that. <laughs> Sometimes it gets you in trouble if you're too nice. I'm somewhat of a nice guy. So don't get walked on that's here. Better than, that's better than being in trouble. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm not a drama guy or nothing, but you know, it's just one of those things I just wish I... Who doesn't want to be liked by everyone? Yeah. I mean, I just wish I could... And I'm, I'm a nice guy to some people, but I'm just not like a nice guy that's nice to everyone. Yeah. And just nice. Well, Nebraska. I'm working on it. Husker fans like yeah. you, so you got a you got a big crowd of folks. <laughs> Depends that, on who that you like you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not all of them, mm. but most of them. Uh, right. And uh, I want to yeah. get into your expertise a little bit on yeah. that because Nebraska did hire a uh, new quarterback coach. You, of course, being one of the best yeah. quarterbacks at Nebraska of all time, I have a yeah. good perspective on this. Glenn Thomas comes over from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yep. Uh, he was uh, coaching with Matt Rule at Baylor and Temple, and not just coaching with them. He's the offensive coordinator yeah. at both those spots. Most recently coordinated an offense at Arizona State. Also did so at UNLV. Yep. Um, and uh, so it's 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 an interesting hire. Marcus Satterfield will remain as Nebraska's OC, obviously, but moved to coach tight ends. Um, and Thomas, uh, again, was co-OC at Baylor under rule. OC at Temple in 2016 when Sat went off and took the Tennessee Tech job. Um, so a lot of history there. Yeah, the resume. The resume yeah. is impeccable. Yeah. I mean, it's good. Um, it, it's going to be interesting to see how the dynamics work out, you know, because um, he's the quarterback coach, but Satterfield is the offensive coordinator. Right. So kind of right there, just with the titles and what I'm envisioning happening, there's kind of a, dis there's room for still a disconnect, a disconnect. So, uh, and I had this conversation with, with Scott Frost and his quarterback coach hmm. when Adrian Martinez was going through all of this stuff. I wanted to see, what was the disconnect? What was the problem? And uh, I went and talked to Adrian. He said, it's weird. He said, Steve, he said, and I went to the quarterback meeting. And what's his name? Verdusco, yeah. Verdusco would be in the meeting 
going over all the reads and the plays and everything, right? And Scott was nowhere to be found. But Scott will call the plays um, sometimes in practice and, and, and then um, during the game, he will call the plays. Mm-hmm. So an agent said, well, we will actually go over something in meetings with Produsco, everything, and then we'll go out there in the field and practice, and then Scott will come over and say, well, what are you doing? <laughs> agent will go, I'm doing what Coach Produsco told me to do in the meeting. Yeah. Well, there's a disconnect there. Mm. And then Frost at one point took over calling the plays, which was strange because he wasn't there at the quarterback meetings, wasn't going over the game plan, coaching your quarterbacks, but then he would get in the game and he would just call the plays. So there was a disconnect there. And this seems to, depending on how their roles are with the new guy and then Satterfield, how that's going to play out. Because um, with me, I've always had a quarterback – First of all, we didn't have quarterback coaches when I was playing. Mm. Your offensive coordinator was your quarterback coach. Tom Osborne was our quarterback coach. Okay. Um, um, in Canada, Mike, Mike Faradelli, Faradelli was our offensive coordinator, quarterback coach. John Huffnagel was our quarterback coach, uh, offensive coordinator. So you never had just a quarterback We, we never never had an independent quarterback coach. I mean, mm. they, got, they got a gazillion coaches now, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, so there was no room for disconnect. So when we game plan or went through our, all of our meetings, the quarterback, coach, offensive coordinator was in the meeting, directing everything, organizing everything, creating and all that stuff, and going over all your reads, your fundamentals, running the football checks, you know, all that kind of stuff, right? And then you go over your game plan. So he's, call, he's, he's, so he's teaching you. He's coordinating everything. So you're on the same page. There's not a third person in there for a disconnect to get, to get screwed up. You know? So that's going to be interesting to see how they designate those duties. Like, is Satterfield just an OC on paper? Or is he going to still be actively involved in coordinating and being involved in all the meetings? Because you can't be in a quarterback meeting and also in a tight end meeting. Right. Right? Right. So it's going to be interesting to see how that goes. Yeah. and I, That's, I, that's I, the part that's a little concerning to me at this particular point. But we'll see how they, how they manage that and how their duties are divvied up. I thought that was interesting, too, because Rule, in his time in college, has had three um offensive coordinators and and Satterfield and Glenn Thomas are two of them um Thomas by the way was co-offensive coordinator during his time with Jeff Nixon uh who's now at Syracuse and okay. has been hired so not, not much to say there it's just that it's familiarity he's he's worked yeah. with both these oh, guys yeah, before definitely. but I do find it kind of interesting if the offense struggles for a few weeks and play calling is comes into question it there, it's it's not well, like the, fir- the first thing would be who's going to call the plays will it be Satterfield or will it be now? Will Satterfield be up top mm. in the press box? Where was he this year? Was he on the field? I believe he's on the field for most okay. most part. Yeah. All right. So now, will Satterfield be up in the press box calling the plays, and then the new guy, the quarterback coach, will be on the field, actually sending the plays in, and they will correspond, you know, on the headphones and headset, that kind of stuff. So we'll see what their approach is with that. Yeah. That would be interesting. That would be nice as you, as you kind of visualize it to have him come back to the sideline to his quarterback coach and his OC can see from up, up top. But I know, I don't, I, I think, I think there were games and I'd have to go back and, and I apologize. I do think there were games where Sat was on the field and then where he did also go up to the booth, like trying it out. But just visually in my mind, it, it's a good thought to think, okay, the OC can see everything from up top. He's not relying on information being second, you know, handed to him. Yep. Um, and, and your, and your co and your quarterback has somebody to go to on the field. Like 
So I think it could work out really well. No, it, just, it can work out. Yeah. It just depends on how they do that. And and uh, you can't have two people calling the plays. That's very tough. Yeah, that's very tough. I've never experienced. Not to say it can't be done. Um, we just got to see how they how how they handle that. Exactly how instrumental will this quarterback coach be, right? Um, so are they making a new position for him? Because they should be maxed out at coaches, right? Well, the thing I mean, was. What's the t- explain that to me? Yeah, they're moving some things around. So they basically they had a tight end coach last year getting a little bit of trouble. They had to let him go right before the season. So they moved an analyst. Wait, to was the that tight the, end uh, the guy at DUI? Yep. Yeah. So did they not have a tight ends coach last year? They moved they an analyst to the tight end it. position temporarily, basically for the season. Okay. So he's going back. He's going back to analysts. So okay. now they have the spot open and in Satterfield okay. will now move to tight ends. The tight ends. Okay. And, and Thomas will take over at quarterback. All right. Well, it, like I say, it's all about how they divvy up their responsibility. It's yeah. going to work. Yeah. It's an intriguing time, interesting time for Nebraska football. Um, and uh, in a big, you know, big uh, quarterback class coming in, two freshmen. Of course, Heinrich Harburg sitting there. We could talk a little bit about the quarterback room he is yeah. inheriting as well as some NFL playoffs coming up and just some different things around the sports world. This is Rapping with Rico and All-American quarterback Steve Rico's Taylor. Rico's not here. It's no, Rico. Rapping with Bach today. We're changing the title. <laughs> we'll be back after this. <laughs> 